on this week's episode of The Cut. Yeah, his wife does all the rapping during Christmas. <laughs> all of it. Because for whatever fucking reason, I cannot group. get my scissors to glide across the paper in a straight line. I just use yeah. aluminum foil. Scotch tape? Like, no. Mike uh, uses American fuck tape. Fuck off Scotch tape. American. You know the Scotch right? <laughs> <laughs> I use American fucking duct tape. <laughs> Doug, oh my god, Doug tape for a Christmas would be hilarious. Be awful. Hello and welcome to the Cut Music. We are your hosts, Mike and the moosh and brad <laughs> and brad <laughs> it always it, come up with a better way to sing brad's name <laughs> no i like it it takes me back to my childhood because uh we, we have we had an oldie station here and i don't remember i don't remember what what um like number the station was but it was like <laughs> oldies k-a-b-x and like every time we do that oh, with brad yeah. it just it reminds me of an oldie station <laughs> I'm for it. Okay. I like it. Okay, yeah, that's not, that's not that's not bad. I enjoy that. Yeah. So, uh, what what are we doing? Today? Oh, we're doing piano today. Piano. Oh yeah. yeah. The it's gonna be exclusively ragtime. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, we do have a crowd pick. And uh, if you want to get involved in that crowd pick, uh, follow us on Twitter at uh, the Cut Music One. Uh, that is also our handle for Instagram and YouTube. And uh, if you're an artist and would like to be featured or interviewed on the show or just have your music as part of our cut and have us check it, check that out, send an email to press, that is P-R-E-E or P-R-E-S-S at thecutmusic.com and for everything else, uh, thecutmusic.com. And the real quick, we, we're going to be looking for some crowd participation very soon because we have an anniversary coming up Ooh, quickly, oh yeah. like around the corner. And yeah. we have like a few wrap up episodes. Like we're gonna do our our Spotify twenty twenty three wrapped episode towards the end of the year. Um and we have our anniversary episode and then we got a few other ideas. But I'm thinking for our anniversary episode, um, you know, we wanna we do like a, a year in review. Like we've had some great artists on here. We have some artists that are gonna mm-hmm. be on before our anniversary that have not been on yet. Um and I think it'd be cool to like put a few clips together from like the early uh, parts of the show, because even though it wasn't even a year, f- uh, year ago, it seems like five years ago sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it does feel like we've been doing this for a long time. And I know we like started working on it in 2020 and we, Brad, you and I talked about this on our emo episode a little bit because we were like, it's, it feels like we've been recording forever and doing the podcast forever. And we haven't even like officially hit that year mark yet. In a good yeah. way. Yeah, it feels like this is a habit that I've been doing a long time and it's a pretty good habit, I think. Yeah. So if you guys have any <laughs> any uh, like favorite moments or or songs that you discovered or even artists that you discovered, uh, anything that just rings a bell uh, that, that you uh, that you got from our show. Send us a send us a tweet, send us an Instagram message, send us an email. You can uh, actually send that to info at thecutmusic.com. Uh, we're looking to compile a bunch of stuff and, and put a special episode together. But speaking of special episodes, recently, uh, you yeah. two did your first episode without me, and you, you, I tagged Jared in. 
Cause yeah, yeah, it, we it, thought we got rid of you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm back. God damn it, I'm like herpes. Um, just a little flare yeah. up. Just a little bit. <laughs> Actually, Jared's like the flare up. We've caught him twice in one year. Um, yeah. But uh, all right, so I I listened. First off, great episode. Sound sounded awesome. You guys' conversation was great. Uh, I I enjoyed it, but more importantly, with the exception of the fucking bird and the worm. I what I, I enjoy <laughs> when like we introduced that by like speaking of songs Mike won't like. Here's the bird <laughs> yeah, and the worm well, by the used. A, <laughs> to be fair, you guys introduced the majority of the songs like that. Like, oh god, I love this song. Thank God Mike's not here. Yeah, like you yeah. guys said that quite a bit. Um, well, you hate a lot of music. Fair. You're not much of a no. music lover. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, honestly, I was I was surprised at how many of the songs I didn't I only skipped through one and th- and that was the bird and the worm because like how far did you get through I, oh I'm curious probably to the I, I I I mean this was about a week ago that I listened to it um did I you give it the old college try and at least make it like 50 percent I gave it the college dropout try I gave it the my parents will pay for you know every year that I need to be in here so I can like <laughs> not go to class and shit I ditched immediately mm. uh as soon as the vocals really? started Stinted as soon as the vocals started Damn. i was out <laughs> oh but i knew you I, I, I was really hoping that the uh the theatricalness of it would uh would keep you in because that is really where the magic is <laughs> so um uh, uh, the two that come to mind uh mm-hmm. was ivy was there a song called ivy on there yeah Okay, by I, uh, that was one of Jared's picks. Uh, Ivy by was that Pool Kids? Uh, I, uh, I don't yeah. remember now. Um, Hit, all oh, of his well, picks I, are bangers. I'm still listening to Pool Kids, and uh, oh man, what is the other the other? Uh, well, I have so them saved I, to my playlist. Oh, Ivy was by Stay Inside. I have it here. Ivy by Stay Inside. I enjoyed that. Uh, Brad, you did Stink Man. And while that's Stinky a man. Yeah. Stinky Man, that's a horrible title, but I love the song. The song was great. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Make Damn Sure. Yeah, Taking Back Sunday. That's oh, a classic. Okay, so I actually really enjoyed that song. And what it reminded me of is... Um, if it didn't remind you of high school, I don't know when you were born. I so. didn't. We Moose, you should know this. And this is Brad included. Like, we didn't have yeah. the same experiences in high school that you did. So I know, but I mean, that song not. was everywhere. I've never heard it before. Wow, oh, that's man. crazy. Yeah, that, that that reminds me of that drumio we talked about, where the guys like oh, uh, yeah. um, the drummer from never uh, heard of Imagine Dragons or, Mega, or whatever not it was. Mega Dragons. Uh, was <sighs> the drummer from Megadeth who hadn't heard of uh, Mr. Brightside, which is oh, crazy yeah, that's to me. I was like, dude, where have you You've been? heard that on accident? You, you had to have. Yeah. There's, there's no way you didn't know that that's Or song he's never seen like, my favorite chick flick, The Holiday, with Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet and Jack Black, because <laughs> that song is in that movie. Um, but I, I really I really did like Make, uh, Make Damn Sure, and it reminded me of the one song that I somewhat enjoyed from brand new Deja and Tendu. Um, uh, what, what fucking song is that? <laughs> Singing like Peter Griffin. <laughs> uh, oh wait, hold on. Force fed round two. I think I saved it for the last one. Uh, or no, it was it was I no. Was it? It wasn't sick trans. The quiet things that no one whatever. 
Because each one of their fucking... I'm already answering the question, you fuck. <laughs> it's it's the, the things people don't know or whatever, because all their fucking yeah. song titles are a goddamn paragraph. Yeah. Um, anyway, that song from Taking Back Sunday reminded me of that. And then I also put, I hope you're right. I think that was the song. Yeah, that's Pool Kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I enjoyed most of it. Surprisingly, I, I was not like ripping my hair out or anything like you, like I'm curious for Jared to hear this episode and know that I only would have ra- rage quit once. And it wouldn't have bad. been over him. It would have been over you. Yeah. Which was my which goal was expected. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. So Dude, after that episode, I spent the past week listening to Law Dispute. Like I tweeted about it. Because it was like I forgot how much I love that band and that guy's voice. Oh yeah. It's so good. But I mean, we're not here to talk about emo music, are we? I mean, I'm sure emo we're... music uses piano, but I don't see any I don't think we have any emo think tracks so. today. I don't think And I, our our uh, our crowd pick, uh they didn't have emo even as an option. So Here's what we did. We put out a poll, and I just did artists, and I figured I'll choose a song from those artists. Uh, we put out Billy Joel, Elton John, Paul McCartney, and Alicia Keys. All good choices. And basically asked, like, hey, God who's man. your favorite master of the fucking keys when it comes to the to songs that you love? So we have Billy Joel, Elton John, Paul McCartney, and Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm. I think, personally, the two... I don't know. I... Th- Moosh, who do you think out of these four is the best pianist? Billy. I want to say Billy Joel, but I really love Alicia Keys. I know. Well, Elton. And and watching her masterclass was was astounding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Elton John won with 42% of the vote. Elton John, yeah, he's definitely a legend. Billy Joel tied with McCartney. At 25%, and Alicia Keys got eight. Wow. Really? So the person you were you were saying we shouldn't have put on here got tied for second place over the person you used to, to say that is a disqualification for him being Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm. Somehow, I don't know. Again, I, we weren't doing greatest piano players because that's that's a whole different story. Um, I think Elton John is is probably the best pick that that we could have had or Alicia Keys. It's the funnest. I'm, I'm surprised she came in in last Elton, place. Oh god, I I really do love Elton John. Oh yeah. It's hard not to. It's really difficult to not like any of his music and I love all of his music. Well, I, you know you know why? It's cuz his music doesn't just rock. The crocodile rocks. Oh for fuck's sake. Yeah. I love it. I love la, 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 la. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought you guys were going to join in. <laughs> la, 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 la. Dude, if everybody listening didn't oh also do that at the same time. You have to. Like, that, that's such a you, fun you song. You have to sing along. Yeah. It's a bop. Gotta have it. You gotta have <sighs> it. I love the reminiscence of the song. It kind of reminds me of like my the only Brian Adams song I ever heard that I liked, and that's uh, Summer of 69. Like, yeah, it's a good reminiscent song. And like, well, I mean, you're also dreaming of your Chevy and old blue jeans. Like, it's kind of the same vibe. Yeah, it's a great vibe. Yeah. Could you imagine listening mm-hmm. to this song and like frowning? I don't know if it's no, possible. No, it's not. This, this song immediately makes you move your feet yeah. and like want to dance. Yeah. yeah, your feet just can't keep still. Mm-mm. Not at all. <laughs> I don't, 
I don't know the history of it. Like, I don't know exactly what Crocodile Rock is. But well, he said, well, I, well, everyone was was rocking around the clock. So I imagine he's saying back when everybody was rocking out to Elvis, they were doing their own thing with a different genre. I don't know what Crocodile Rock is, but I love the song. I bet you bet it's all about Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> wrote it down under. Yeah. You know, when everyone's like, oh, this is a knife. Nah, mate, that's not a knife. This is a knife. Knife. Rise of lights. <laughs> Rise of lights. What was that? Oh, good eye. Good eye. <laughs> well, I say good eye, mate. God. I, Speaking I, of Australia, dude, I've been watching the women's FIFA like World Cup. That's Amazing. still happening? Yeah, it's all month long. Oh. Uh, anywho, <laughs> Australia Australia's out of the competition, so that kind of sucks. Uh, um, but it takes place in Australia and New Zealand, which you, is fun. It's funny. When you say Australia and New Zealand, your accent kicks back in. Mm-hmm. You can't just say Australia like, I'm, like an American, like Austra- an idiot. Australia. say Australia. Australia. Just Australia. Australia. Yeah, Australia. It always reminds me of when we used to play Siege. And you would pick, uh, <laughs> yeah. what was his name? Uh, was it Sledge? No, Sledge no, was, Sledge was Brit- Scottish. British. British English. That's right, 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 right. Uh, uh God, what was his name? What? The guy, <laughs> the guy from all the Australian. Cause you, you'd uh, always, you'd always come into the game chat and go, all right, guys. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was his name? That's killing me. He, he fires those little th- spider things that jump on your drone. Oh, Mozzie. 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 Yeah, that's what it was. All right, guys. <laughs> uh, so I, I think, uh, yeah, Elton John finished his, his uh, farewell tour Ugh. earlier this year. Sucks I didn't get to Did see he? him. I know, me neither. <sighs> I mean, who knows? He could probably he could come back. Motley Cruz done it like four times. We could get lucky. <laughs> We've been unlucky four times. Yeah, we can get lucky. Time's once. got to change. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> that's hilarious. Who uh, who wants to take the reins? I say our resident um, piano man. Oh yeah, why it. not? I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hell of a um, thing for you to say to me. <laughs> so yeah i guess i would be the resident piano man oh i thought he was um, talking about me <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah like, right the, the drummer i mean to be fair the piano fair. is a percussion instrument it is and i drum it's my fingers like all. nobody's business <laughs> yeah. although it does have like 200 and something strings on it uh it that's what i was just like i was like instrument. are you sure yeah. strings in that bitches it, yeah but you're uh, not playing no hammers strings yeah i guess really. you're smacking them you're yeah, you know you're hitting you're hitting keys you're hitting wooden keys that then hit hammers that force hammers to hit the strings. That's how a piano works. That are always out of tune, apparently. Job security. Job security. Absolutely. Absolutely. Piano pooner. You know what's funny is the, you know why it's called a piano? No. No. I have I have so, no idea. You've heard of a harpsichord, right? Yes. That was the piano before a piano. Harpsichord was the harpsichord main instrument. Harpsichord came out before piano? Yeah, ages oh. and ages before piano. Harpsichord was around that. forever. Um, but on a harpsichord, you only get one volume. Like, you play the strings, or you play the, the, the keys, and there's no, like, you can't make it Vol- louder velocity. or softer. There's no velocity. It's just yeah. harpsichord all the time, no matter what. Like, that, that's it. 
Um, and so they started to make new instruments and they evolved the harpsichord into what is now the piano. And originally it was called the pianoforte, which was Italian for soft, loud, which means you can have dynamics in your instrument. Pianoforte just got shortened to piano, and that's what we have today. And over the past 200 years, it's kind of evolved and shaped into our current modern day piano. It's crazy. That is, I'm glad you knew that. A little bit of history yeah. for, for this episode. But like while you were talking about that, I'm just imagining somebody with like the volume turned down, but playing a harpsichord extremely passionately <laughs> is like the equivalent of it, watching somebody swatted a fly from a distance that you can't see and how dumb they look. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, there wasn't, I mean, it. there wasn't a volume on it. So mm-hmm. you just like, there's actually, I have a harpsichord in, uh, at, at this storage facility that I, that I go to from time to time and I get to play it from time to time and it's bonkers. It is so weird to like play a harpsichord and expect it to play like a piano, but it doesn't. There's, it, it's not necessarily weighted keys like a real piano would feel. But it, there's no volume control. You just push the button and it makes the noise. Huh. It's weird. Um, anyway, going back to more piano, I, I scroll through a lot of TikTok. We all do. Um, there's one song that I've seen on TikTok countless times. And the introduction is always, oh, I, the, 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 this person says that you can't physically play this on piano like there's no way that any one person can play this on piano which is obviously a lie and i think he i assume he uh his name's jake is the artist just wanted people to quote him and then play his song so it became a big thing and it did the song is called golden hour and i've only heard the intro to it because it's been on tiktok i actually listened to the entire song it's so good i hope you guys like this it's so beautiful and serene Hmm. this is golden hour by jake god damn does that not just punch you in the feels and make you feel so just i don't know like butterflies i don't know man that thing i i every time i was um, I think annoyed is, is too strong of a word, but I was kind of like, ah, oh, man, like when he, when he started rapping, when he first came in and then all the like vocals mm. that came in were, yeah. were gorgeous. Uh, the other thought that I had is this guy could nail Bruno Mars is talking to the moon. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> I don't know if the song's in the same key or what, but it's got a pretty prominent note in there at least. Uh, that that's part of that chorus, and I was just kind of like, oh god damn, I can imagine him singing this. He's got, <laughs> he's got a little bit of like Bruno's uh, in, inflection. I think is the right word. Mm. Um, no, I like outside of the rapping, I I loved it. I thought that was great. I thought it was a I thought it was a fun balance. I mean, dude. Th- so Jake, uh, he's. Uh, born in 2001 like the kid's 22 years old wow and that blows my mind a <laughs> and yeah he got popular on tiktok um charlie puth actually approached him to do a remix for the song oh wow um and he made it like i think it was this song either this song or he has another uh billboard hit um uh, upside down mm-hmm. that made it to like the top 40 on the u.s uh billboard charts 
No, that that was awesome. Like, and uh, by the way, his name on Spotify is JVKE because I think that's supposed to be an upside down A. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a couple artists that are doing that like Roman numeral letter. Roman Just getting a little kooky thing. with it. I, I I thought it was great. Uh, uh, especially that first amazing. time uh, when the chorus kicked in, like that was very unexpected. It's not where I thought it was going to go, and. The 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 strings and the mixing. Uh, with, hey, you're with, a whore for strings. Uh, I'm a whore for strings. But even you know the mixing, the way he mixed the uh, the bass and the kick was mm, phenomenal. Yeah. That was that was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, I can't wait to hear more from this guy and to listen to more because I've only really listened to a couple of his tracks since discovering him. Um, I don't know. Like I like I said, I've I've heard it and it's always been around, but I haven't like deep dived into him yet. There's always time. <laughs> Brad, you got any thoughts on this? Uh, the production was amazing. It really cool, flowed real well together. I want, I want to learn it. Like, I want to learn how to play this. <laughs> There's a lot going on, too. That's my goal for the next, There's a lot going on, but just on piano, like, just solo piano. I want to learn how to, like, figure out how to play both, like, because he does like a high part and a low part, and I've seen people do it, and I just I don't know if I have that dexterity or not. I don't th- I don't know if I'm that good of a piano player. <laughs> Someday, yes. nice practice, yeah, practice, was, practice. Yeah, that was good. We're on a roll. Yeah, we got a yeah. legend. We got a legend starting off with a legend like Elton John, and then uh, to somebody that is just able Up to legally drink in the United States. <laughs> just now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You know, these these are the kind of things that like I think the pandemic for is there's so much creativity that came out of the pandemic. I mean, our show yeah. kind of spawned because of the pandemic because we're all stuck inside. Uh, that's when Jake started like writing and recording and doing you know stuff with his family and TikTok is the pandemic. Yeah, so I, there, I don't we've think we've had a lot of music come out of it. New artists. I, I think it's going to be another ten to fifteen years before we actually start seeing the good and bad that that yeah. came out of the pandemic. Uh, that that the, the good and bad that we are not aware of. Oh um, yeah. But uh, Brad, let's keep it rolling. Uh, you know what? I you got annoyed by the rap part. I'm going to go ahead and add some more to that. Uh, well, don't Attaboy. make don't make it sound like I'm annoyed by rap. That wasn't my point. Yeah, we all know Mike hates rap. Like, hate rap, especially hate Kendrick it. Lamar. Yeah, his wife does all the rapping during Christmas. <laughs> all of it. For whatever fucking reason, I cannot get my scissors to glide across the paper in a straight line. I just use yeah. aluminum and foil. tape. Like, no, Mike uh, uses American fuck tape. Fuck off, Scott's tape. American. Ain't not the scorch rate. <laughs> 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 I use American fucking duct tape. Just <laughs> duck. Oh my god, duct tape for a Christmas would be hilarious. Be awful. Oh, no, my my wife's family plays this this game where they they don't use duct tape. They use Scotch tape, but they tape the shit out of a present, and then you get a timer for like thirty seconds to try to unwrap oh. it with oven mitts. Oh no. Yeah. So I know my wife's family does a um, like a Russian doll situation to where it's a box within 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 a bigger box. And then there's a set of keys that you have to unlock the back of the, the van. And there's more boxes in Why? there. Wait, that- there's a van? There's a van down by <laughs> the river. <laughs> You're not supposed to have to work on Christmas. Oh, no. He, yeah. Uh, yeah. Papa Mike makes you work. <laughs> 
<laughs> don't call me that in public. No. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. I, yeah, not, I told you not, not to, you, Mike. I told you not to call me Hot Mike. Now you're calling me Papa Mike. <laughs> At least I'm not calling you Daddy Mike. <laughs> that is yet to come out in public. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, Bradley. Yes, yes. Yeah, you were saying. Oh, okay. Well, before we went on a rant yeah. about me hating rapping. So yeah. I, I was in between several songs and I decided to save one of the artists that I was going to do because I know we got a banger of an episode coming soon. So yeah. I decided to save it. So I pulled in another one of my in the same genre. Uh, really enjoy this artist. Obviously, I wouldn't have put him on the list if I didn't. But uh, this is Action Bronson. Baby Blue from the Mr. Wonderful album. Fuck, that's delicious. I love that song. <laughs> Dude. The horns the horns were a nice touch at the yeah, end. But I the, enjoyed that. But the piano made the beat. That's a, that's a good choice. But what I, I kept laughing because he does that like, why uh, you always all on my back? And then he goes, eh. When he said, I hope I hope uh, your titties are saggy in your early 20s, 20s I, I hope spat th- out my beer. <laughs> I laughed so hard I had a spit take. I hope there's I always snow shirt. in your driveway. Yeah. <laughs> We've all been, lived where like there's snow. Would have been a good pick for breakups, too. <laughs> hey, I was thinking that. Dude, that was perfect for breakups. Oh, dude. Oh, my gosh. I hope you never get off Fridays and you work at a Fridays that you're always busy on Fridays. It's like, God damn. <laughs> Who hurt what, what you? Was, this one, I, I hope yeah. it's Ben and Socrates poop all over your kitchen. I would I assume understand. it's her dog or cats, maybe. I would maybe. I I don't know. I hope the I hope zipper on your jackets always gets stuck. <laughs> I hope your head for and your headphones are short, short and, your and your charges don't, don't work. work. Like these are some hateful words, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, this is just petty hate for somebody. <laughs> it's just like I I really don't want anything hurtful to happen to you. I I still love you and I I really don't want anything any harm to come to you. But I just wish that zipper on your jacket just gets stuck. I hope like, every I, I just, soda uh, you ever drink is already shaken up. Yeah, like. <laughs> Just like the most petty of of inconveniences, but but the worst, like those are terrible. That makes for a bad life, especially winning a lottery uh, ticket and losing it. it like it was God just damn. missing stubbing your toe. Isn't it ironic, right? Don't you think? Uh, that rapper really took a chance. I would say, yeah, <laughs> Ch- chance the rapper there. That was good. I enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. That, I enjoyed that. A that lot was a, as well. and again, that was a great piano pick. It's it, a great it, album. It really on brought vinyl the too. song together, man. You have that on vinyl? I ordered it. I heard it oh. in the store. Had to get it. Oh, man. that's why I was asking you that question when I texted you the other day because I was like, "Man, I want to get, I want to support." Because I mean, it, he's a bigger artist now, but it's still. I definitely want to find a way to give to a smaller business than you know Amazon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I mean that's always good. Wait, what store did you hear this in? Uh, it was in um. <clears throat> I just went and got, I got the uh, low end theory. Oh. Guitar okay. center. Oh, right. You were telling That's me they have right. a, they have a copy of chronic there, huh? Oh uh, yeah. Did, I forget the guitar center also, has like a handful of vinyl now. Yeah. Yeah. They also have the yeah. miss, uh, uh, Lauren Hills album. Uh, Oh, education. The, the educate. Why can't yeah. I think of the rest of the title of that album? I love that album. It was on my desert island. 
It's old age, man. Old age, getting old. It's the miseducation of Miss Lauren Hill. There we go. There it is. There it is. And it comes. Well, I'm spent. I I think uh, I could go to another breakup song. Mm. That's not as not as petty. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's by a band that we've had on here twice already. It's a classic rock band, and I'm talking about Foreigner. Getting close um, to a okay, soft that's not band. A idea. Huh? They're getting close to a soft band two times. To- I mean, three it, times now. I mean, it's been since we started. Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay, it's not too bad. It's, it's been since we started, but I have always, since I was a kid, the uh, I've always loved this piano riff, and I've always thought, oh yeah, I've waited for I've waited for a rap artist to sample it. They it's should. Weird. It would work. It's weird that it hasn't happened yet. It is weird, and we're talking about cold as ice. We'll talk more about it after this. This fucking riff, though, dude. Oh, man, I am pumped. Fuck, dude, that's such a great song. I know. Moosh, this got me thinking. Um, yeah. And like I said, I have loved that. My my very One of my very first CDs, I think it mm-hmm. might have been. No, my first CD was an Eagles. CD, so maybe my second was Records, the greatest hits uh, album from Foreigner, and mm-hmm. I have always loved this piano riff. Yeah. Now, one thing, Moosh, that you and I have have never really talked about on the show yeah. is that for a while there, for fun, you and I were making remixes. Yeah, we did it shortly after you and I met, and then we were doing yeah. it again, called it Quarantine Sessions. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I think we should feature that on an episode at some point. And then to do something oh. new, I'm going to think of an artist, a rap artist. Mm-hmm. And I'm, sp- I'm putting this out on here now. So I have no choice. It needs to get done. Oh. And I'm going to do a remix. Probably not with this sampled. Um, although I probably could. I'll either sample it or play it myself. And okay. we'll, we'll, do, we'll do a remix with the Cold as Ice riff. Who? Okay. I don't know who to do it with. I'll come up with something. I don't know. Sure. But sure, sure. you know, next as it's scheduled right now, next week. Uh, I I said I, I, sp- I hate rap, especially Kendrick Lamar. That was all sarcasm. Uh, we're actually next week doing our Kendrick Lamar deep dive. Yes, yes. With yeah, we are fucking Brown Bear. Uh, as yeah. as we discussed when he was on our show, we discovered that he and I were big Kendrick Lamar fans. I knew Brad was. Um. And maybe it'll be Kendrick Lamar just because he's got, he's no stranger to different instruments and things of that nature. He blends really well with that. I don't know. We'll see. But we need to do a remix. We need to do a remix episode and maybe remix. feature our own shit on there. There you go. Okay. Make it happen. I, I mean, yeah. we, we already have quite a few and it's all rap. It's all hip hop. But it's all instrumentals that were done by by Moosh and I from back in the day, and some more recently. Actually, no, we do we do have a few rock ones on there too. We should we should do that. But anyway, Foreigner, I love this. My aunt actually has records on vinyl, record on record so on the I. record. Oh, I, I have this on vinyl. Do you, do yeah. you have records on vinyl or the album this is off of? Uh, no, I have Foreigner. This is off their self-titled album, yeah, Foreigner, yeah. that came out in 1977. Right, right, uh, right. I have that on vinyl. Ah, oh, man. I want records on vinyl. That sounds weird. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, but I've, I've uh, always enjoyed Foreigner, and may, maybe, you know, I don't think we need to do a soft ban on them, as you were suggesting, Brad, because I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't gonna, realize they've been so spread out. Yeah, no, they they had certainly been spread out. We've had Waiting for a Girl Like You, and I Want to Know What Love Is on mm, over the past yeah. year. But, uh, I mean, unless we're going to do 90s television commercials, I don't see <laughs> Double Vision or Hot-Blooded coming on here for like the Burger King commercials when Burger King was using their music when Burger Dude, King was edible can... <laughs> back when it was edible yeah for me Some at least um, <laughs> Forner, back in 2011 Forner released their hits Unplugged so next time we what? do acoustics Ooh. we can have some we can bring Forner back on for Unplugged oh if Cold, cold is Ice Unplugged or I want to know what love is un- both of those are on here. No, there's an wait, unpl- wait. There's definitely cold as ice. Uh, I'm sorry. There's not. I want to know what love is. That's that feels surprising. like it would be. Yeah, yeah. Double Vision's on yeah. here. Say you will. Star Rider. Waiting for a girl like you. Mm-hmm. Feels like the first time. That one's on here. That was another '90s commercial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jukebox Hero. Oh fuck oh, yeah! Fuck that song. Banger after ass. banger. Dude, they, they they were nuts. But I, dude, if it's anything like Ahas, where like you know, Cold as Ice is oh, not the bop yeah. that it is, but it's oh, like yeah. raw. Oh, I know what I'm listening to when we're done with this episode. Yeah, That's good to know. I, I, no I, just, I just like, browsed it on. Well, Spotify now I know what my day is gonna be like. Right, I got a long should, drive we should, coming we should tonight. Listen so. to, uh, we should listen to Cold Designs together. We'll do it right when the episode ends, and then yeah, we'll have to do it a, an acoustics revisited. I don't think we've we haven't done a revisited on acoustics, have we? No, no, no. no. Sweet, okay, cool, good to know. Moosh, back to you. All right, um, God, okay, okay, okay. It's a hard one we've to follow had them up. On the, yeah, I know. It really is. And I'm, I'm hoping I'm going to do a little justice here. Um, back on our Mr. DJ episode, we had Masego with FKJ. And I think I had mentioned FKJ being a, I mean, they're both multi-instrumentalist. Um, I've, we talked about them being on, like, when uh, Mike, you and I did a uh paid one night. Yeah, to Dow. And we discovered that and it blew us away. It was amazing. I, Go look it up on YouTube. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Uh, link in the bio. Uh, <laughs> if I I'll, I'll tweet to about do, it. I'll tweet I remember about to do it that. When, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tweet about it when this episode drops. Um, FKJ is a phenomenal, phenomenal musician, uh, and he's got a ton of piano music. Um, he actually has an entire p- uh, album called Just Piano. This is Faye, F E with an accent E. Maybe it's fee. I don't. Fee? I don't know how to pronounce it. Fee five fo yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I listened to this whole album and it's it's played straight through. Actually, I think you can watch this on YouTube as well. This entire album being recorded and it's just him at a piano and like in a green room. Like I don't want to say green room. I want to say like a uh, um, what's a, a greenhouse? So there's just a ton of plants everywhere. Huh. And glass walls everywhere, and he's got a piano, an upright piano that he's playing. It's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And you can hear every song just played right through. Like, he just plays it all in one take. It's amazing. We don't have a greenhouse setting for reverb in Logic. I'm curious to hear what this sounds like. (laughs) This sounds, this is so serene and beautiful. And, 
Like again, he's I want to play piano like how FKJ, which by the way, FKJ stands for French Kiwi Juice, so that's a thing. Ah. Yeah, fun fact. Uh anyway, this is Faye or Fee by FKJ just piano. Short and sweet. Why is it um, only under? It's under ninety seconds. I wanted so much more than that. I know, dude. You gotta listen to the whole album, super front relaxing. to back. It's yeah. It's like a it's like a concept album, but it's just every song kind of just blends into each song. Like if you had let the next song play off that album, you wouldn't tell the difference necessarily between those two songs, except it, like a different movement or like a, he went to another plane, but he still kept playing. Like it's. Man, that whole album is just a piano masterpiece. It's wow. so beautiful. I really love the greenhouse uh, reverb. Yeah, and you can hear like that. Yep. Like white noise kind of thing in the background because he just has, I glass. think it's like one or two microphones and then yeah, glass. Yeah. And so you can kind of hear that whistle of white noise in the background that he's picking up with his microphone. Yeah, the fact that he plays that entire album in one sitting live like one take is just uh, the guy's a legend and he's got a bunch of, like he plays all those instruments like we talked about uh, on the previous episode on uh, DJ Mr. DJ yeah um, he, I mean they bounce between drums and saxophone piano guitar bass all like he's one all take recording everything at one time yeah the, it's it's uh, it's thrilling to fucking watch yeah god damn yeah. that was awesome mm-hmm. I, except, except for the fucking length, it's. I know well, it's too I mean, short, man. It, 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 no, it's a marathon. We've discussed this. We rarely have yeah. that problem on this episode or show I know, either. On those shows, yeah. There's yeah. there's a ton of uh, uh runner ups for that spot for FKJ. Like I was going through like I mean I think I had ten different songs I wanted to put on here mm-hmm. that had both great piano and then everything else that FKJ can do. And I was like, nope, let's stick with piano. And nope, I think this that is, was this is a good, a this was a great pick because all I want to do is listen to more of that. Yeah, do that. F K J, just the letters, three letters. Look it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, do it. You won't. <laughs> yeah. Funky King Jorge, whatever it That's was. That's what that stands for. for. French <laughs> kiwi juice. French kiwi juice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh that's yeah. funny uh brad where are we going next you know what i everything is just lining up for me today let's go ahead and keep it going with the relaxing yeah we got some lionel richie on the way and the mm-hmm. commodores mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is easy well, not once yeah. not twice but three times the woman well, three times that's right Yes, yes. But that's not where we're playing. No, no, we're doing easy. (laughs) (laughs) That was Easy by the Commodores. This is 105.3 TCMP. That was brought to you by brad from the cut music podcast dedicated to mama moosh (laughs) (laughs) brad if you don't quit hitting on my mom (laughs) not hitting on your mom (laughs) (laughs) 
I love that song. It, it's just, it's always oh, I fun. I thought you were going to say, I love your mom. Uh, <laughs> no, it's just always. Dem's fighting words, boy. It's always funny coincidences. I bring a song on here and then Moosh says something. I'm all like, see, it's meant to be. I'm meant to, you know, it's meant to be. Love your mom? <laughs> Not in that way. Brad, Brad, you're too young to be my stepdad, okay? Nah, you don't He's not me. trying to be your stepdad. He's trying to be your friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what I love about this is I know it makes your mom so uncomfortable when we talk this way. <laughs> <laughs> makes me uncomfortable. Keep digging. Oh. You guys dig the hole worse. It's digging your grave is what it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> She's never going to love you, Brad. We're going to see uh, too. I, you know, <laughs> you'll just find a way. You're like, oh, this would have got him ahead. And then you guys are like, oh, let's dig that hole a little deeper so it doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, yep. we'll go back to the first time we talked about it. Let him sleep in your bed. He promises to make it. <laughs> Clean the sheets. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Just trying to that's, get you into trouble. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> uh, that, that was a great pick and one thing i've never picked up on in that song until we just listened to it is uh the key change because i was not expecting the key there is a key change it, it fit perfectly but, but go ahead. one thing i love about the commodores in that era of music um and even brown bear um is the use of backup singers like yes. in the background of that you have this guy doing you have a male singer doing the mm-hmm. and it just it's there and like i've heard this song many times and i've never picked up on that i've never picked up on and that's the coolest part about music is every once in a while when you like you notice something that is always been there and like you never realize how much of the beat it actually like fills in and like ties together and like aside from the piano that fucking did it for me and fucking lana richie yes right yes Mm -hmm. Yeah. Smooth. Yeah. Super yeah, fucking that, that smooth. That voice fucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whatever yeah. it wants. Yeah. I actually, I saw him perform this. He was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I think, last year. And I saw well him deserved. perform this live. And, and I don't know how old that guy is, but he's got to be in his fucking 70s. And yeah. shit was easy like a Sunday morning for him. Like, he belongs up there. Oof. That's great. I always uh, forget about. I always forget, Brad, that you and I have like oldies and soul in common, and we never talk about it. Yeah, yeah, we talk a lot yeah, about really rock, should. but we always forget to talk about this stuff. Well, you know, going back to our decades of cuts when we did that whole series, mm-hmm. we skipped the fifties, which I was surprised about. We're like, we're gonna do the sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands, twenty tens. I was like, dude, what about the fifties, man? I'll exchange you fifties for the twenty tens. <laughs> <laughs> We'll stop you know in 2009 you, and I'll give you 50s. That's not a bad trade. No, not <laughs> at all. That's, that really like, I was like, well, what? what? What am I missing out? And I was like, ah, there's some things. I mean, it would, it on. could be fun to go even further back when like music was. Oh, <laughs> Brad, are you suggesting that we go uh, like, 1900 <laughs> to 1950 <laughs> and do the before? This is, we're doing a prequel. All right, but I mean, I was going to put Scott Joplin on today's picks because he's a piano ragtime artist from the 1800s. Yeah. Ragtime's mm-hmm. going to be so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello. My- this reminds me of the fucking WB frog. Uh, I, uh, 
Hello, my ragtime gal. That would be that would be interesting because I don't know. I'm sure I know some stuff from the 40s. I know I know shit from you know, the 50s, but 30s, 20s, and and just 19 1900 decade. I don't think I know anything from that. I'm sure I do, but I can don't I, know it off the top. Can I just say about that WB Frog real quick? Yeah. Is you know why that became so popular? Uh, well, I mean, he was a Looney Tune before right, he started no, be, doing that. But that song originally, that oh, song yeah, yeah. started trending back in the the I think it was the forties or fifties before trending was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Before trending was a thing because "hello" as a word was new. Huh? What? People didn't say "hello." They said "good day" or "how are you?" Evening, madam. And "Hello." "Hello" was a a, a, a contraction. It, it was like. How are you and everything? Hello was one. It became like the go-to phrase after like no after telephones were invented. Wow! So people needed a reason to pick up the telephone and say something, not just like who that you know like (laughs) new phone who this. It was like it it was like hello and so like hello my darling hello my honey hello my ragtime gal like it had to become a thing and so they they had that song come out on like am radio <laughs> could to you, help introduce and get people comfortable with talking on the phone could you imagine useless knowledge with <laughs> no but it, it plays into our show because uh there's an artist you and i were both gonna pick but we didn't because we thought the other one was gonna do it and oh so there's a song that's like hello yeah but <laughs> yeah but it's like good day it's me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's good the same thing with from uh, goodbye. Goodbye was also a, a, is a contraction of uh, God be with you. Oh, oh. my God. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah. I had yeah. no clue. <laughs> or like in uh, the southern states, when people say howdy, that's just how do you do, but shortened. Yeah, I, I got that yeah, one. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. 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 You, yeah. We've caught up now. Yeah. Howdy, howdy, okay. howdy, howdy. Good. <laughs> Hi, howdy, I'm, howdy, howdy, I'm Woody. Howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> Give me that. Oh, man. <laughs> what was, Mike, you always do the impression of Woody when he's oh. like, if you don't have a, a moving body, get one. Uh, oh, you don't have one? Get one. Yeah. yeah. No, the, the, uh, when we were playing video <laughs> games a lot, it was, the, it was Slink. Howdy, bye, bye. The, yeah. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> Buzz. <laughs> Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had a good Tom Hanks impression, but I don't remember what it was from. I don't remember what I was quoting. I don't think it was Toy Story. I don't remember. Philadelphia. Was it Forrest Gump? No, everybody can do Forrest Gump. I don't remember what it was. You got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> <laughs> He's so smart, Jenny. I hate that fucking movie. Uh, I haven't seen that movie since it came out. I've seen movie. it. Yeah. Me too. Oh I've seen God. it one time, and I fucking hate that movie. I'll I never, love that I movie, threw but only because sh- of my... I threw a shoe at my TV. I was so <laughs> mad. You, you chunkled your TV? I chunkled my fucking TV, and it bounced off three walls before it fucking got there. <laughs> when, it, when Jenny screen. treats him, pisses me off, too. Oh, my God, dude. I've, I've Seriously, I've only watched that movie <laughs> once, because like, I didn't watch it when it first came out. I was like 20, so it had been out, I don't know, eight years or so. Yeah. And my wife and her family, they fucking love that movie. And yeah, one day same. she told me I had to watch it and I, I watched it and I'm like, and she's like, it's such a good movie. And why are you throwing your shoe at the TV? And <laughs> I'm like, because <laughs> Whose shoe this, is that? this man is responsible, like in the movie's reality, this man is responsible for everything that shapes our world today. And none of it mattered. None of it mattered. <laughs> yeah. 
And then he ends up raising the kid. I bet he hoped her fucking driveway was filled with snow if she didn't die from fucking AIDS. (laughs) This was Chance the Rapper's fucking shit directed at Jenny if she didn't fucking die because she had to go. God damn it. None of none of that mattered. And then he and then he ends up raising the kid. Yeah. Just to be close to her and go talk That's to her at her fucking grave. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> that movie was so. That movie was was as frustrating as emotional. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is. <laughs> ah. Like yeah. I don't think I'll, a movie I'll, has I'll ever. I'll agree with that. Pissed me off more than Forrest Gump. But you know what it is, Jenny. She's fucking trouble. Jenny, and she means yeah. to cause it. Mm-hmm. True and by that. that we're talking about Coldplay, Trouble. Our next song, <laughs> off of the Parachutes out. Oh man, that song is gorgeous. I fucking love it. Yeah, same. I have Parachutes on vinyl. I had to make sure I got that album because it's one of my favorite albums of all time. You know, yeah. there, there's so much to choose from uh, with Coldplay. Like, The Scientist, I think, is probably my favorite Coldplay song. I think it's your mm-hmm. oldest son's favorite song. Yeah, we played it for him when he was a kid, and he uh, loved it. Whatever reason, that song, he just, like, vibed with in the womb, and then once he was born, yeah. So, th- the reason I chose this one is because, like, I've always loved The Scientist. I've always appreciated the piano. But uh, when I was learning piano uh, earlier this year... Um, I learned to play this song and, um, when we were talking on our drums episode, uh, Brad, you and I were talking about, um, Mitch Mitchell and Hey Joe and how badass those drums are, but nobody ever, everybody focuses on Hendrix, right? Yeah. Like this was sort of the same thing. Like I had no idea that this song just sounds so amazing without anything else, just playing the piano riff. Uh, to the song is so fucking good. I love this track. Yeah. And Chris Martin has one of the best, I, best sounding falsettos. I just, I love like that <laughs> yeah. note that he hits. Actually, I think I hit the note. I think that was it. Yeah, you you might've done it. <laughs> um, I, I love the, the breathiness uh, and, and, and light rasp behind it. Like uh, in this song and in the scientists and in, um, uh, um what's oh shit uh talk um i i love the sound of chris martin's falsetto i yeah and the, you know there's Coldplay haters out there and i don't know why so i don't know either that blows my mind yeah yeah brad you rose your hand are you a Coldplay? are hater? you a Coldplay hater I just can't listen to it oh for fuck's sake I, Your I, ass really isn't sweating, you know is someone. it? You just stood up to walk away. Yeah, I was all like, this is a good time to go get some water. Tell my wife that I was like, guess what? Because she tried to I get me to, to pick a Coldplay song. And I was like, absolutely not. Will never happen. What? Okay. Oh, right, well, you know, I said I, I didn't understand this. Chris Martin. I think I saw him one day and it just really bugged me. Like at the grocery store? No, no. I like saw him on a, like a magazine or something, and I was like, "That guy's goofy looking." He like big old. It's the same <laughs> reason I don't look. Same reason I don't like Counting Crows. The lead singer looks goofy. Yep. I mean the wow. the. But the thing with the Counting Crows, like if you're gonna sing the Counting Crows, and I have in karaoke, uh, you want to, 
you want to do your best impression of being drunk but carrying a tune. No, that's I was just about like, to say be really drunk. Like, dude, think about think about if a, if an old uh, if, not an old but like a drunk man walked up to you and you're like, "Huh?" and he's like, "Step out the front door like a ghost to a fight." You're like, "What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> like you drunk mother Mr. Jones and me like I, it's just fuck it, it's drunk singing. I, don't I like yeah. the Counting Crows. Don't get me wrong, mm. but it, like, if you're gonna do an impression, I don't know. I forgot his name, but like, if you're gonna do an impression of that lead singer, you you gotta like really loosen the fuck up and just pretend you're drunk. Yeah, it's just I've just never been able to put on Coldplay and be like, yeah, I like you know, I, I I just can't bring myself. So I, I hear bits and pieces like this song was pretty good. I just like you just don't like so wow. wait hold on why does his appearance on a magazine I don't remember why I just like remember like going mm. I, I, I what, <laughs> he had this big Holy oh, Wonka no. makes great chocolate <laughs> but have you seen the guy yeah <laughs> I mean you're going you're going back to that that well, chance I, rapper song where it's like that's where you always on my back and <sighs> now every time I hear it I'm just like I feel like you heard one Coldplay song you've heard them all nah that, no, that song's they've, nothing they've like a lot. uh v- viva uh viva la vida yeah viva la vida yeah it songs nothing like that it's nothing like yellow talk uh, talk depends more on the guitar than the piano uh which is a little bit different from them uh moose that that song from garden state the uh with the acoustic guitar that drives it what's what song is that it's off the same album uh i believe it's the intro to that album uh is it don't panic yeah, don't panic. Yeah. There it is, dude. And th- dude, this is a fucking great album. So S- speed of want- sound is like different as well. Like I think I think you need to Brad, do that. I, I have an option for you. I have to find it because it's literally only on CD. Mm. Um, when I was in college, there was um, we did this uh project where we had to like make other, we had to cover songs in a different genre. Is essentially what we do. Um, Sweet. and there was a. God, I can't even remember his name. This was fucking 15, 15 years ago. A long time ago. Uh, this guy who was a rapper, like he was all about rapping and hip hop. He covered, I think it was three different Coldplay songs in a whole new style. They're not on Spotify. They're not even on YouTube. You can't find him anywhere. I have a CD somewhere in my CD collection. <laughs> Um, I'll upload it onto, I, I don't know, my phone somehow and send it to you. The drive. Yeah. I'll send it to the drive. If I can, if I can figure out where I can find this. Oh wait, how do you get a CD onto a computer nowadays? Yeah. Can you uh, rip I, them I have anymore? a CD. <laughs> I have a CD, uh, um, Copier? a CD player that's mm-hmm. USB to my, my Mac. So, oh, <laughs> cause my Mac okay. doesn't have a CD player on it. Yeah, they have they stopped twenty those year old like technology. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I wonder if one of those songs is lost because Coldplay used to perform "Lost" as kind of a rap song, like um, like um, "We Will Rock You." It was like that beat. Oh yeah, to yeah. the song "Lost," and they uh, got a ton of complaints. Them, one of them was "Green Eyes." Um, one of them was I, I want to say "Yellow." now yellow is the one song from coldplay that i really despise like that is i hate that song i always have i I would be willing to give them a a a try but everything i've heard like whenever someone it comes on the radio or something it all sounds the same to me interesting i i would recommend it's like an acdc 
but with like a whiny voice. Whiny? Well, n- not whiny. I don't know if whiny is the right term. Like, yeah, because whiny is the term that that my wife uses for Chester Bennington. No. Disgusting. So I got. I got, I know, I know I've, I've threatened divorce several times. Um, I was, I, I I've been, I've, uh, my sister-in-law has been listening to our show and I've been, I made her a playlist on Spotify that I'm constantly adding stuff to. And like, she loves Slipknot. Hmm. She, she didn't, but she does now. Like she's a huge Corey Taylor fan. And, uh, she texted me earlier and said, I am listening. She was listening. She's, she started at the beginning and she's working her way up. She's just finished her Lincoln park episode today. Uh, or Lincoln Park deep dive, and somehow she ended up listening to Reanimation, which we didn't play anything from Reanimation. We talked about it, and she's like, "This is my favorite. This is like the greatest thing I've ever heard." Um, and I'm like, "Funny. I'm glad you like it because my wife was sitting with me, and I'm like, "Hey, what's uh, what's Chester sound like?" And she's like, "What song do you want to hear?" I'm like, "How about Crawling?" And her impression of Chester doing Crawling is crawling in my skin like that's how she hears oh, it and no. i i don't know guys I don't, I, I don't i don't know what to do what what are the uh what, what do they call in ted in ted lasso oh <laughs> yeah those two in uh in ted lasso like the the problem dogs oh yeah i've <laughs> never seen that show <laughs> You need to watch that show. That I, show I've heard it's not the not the problem dogs, but the it's uh, the Coldplay of TV. So I was just oh gonna fucking God. say I, that. <laughs> I was gonna say it's the Coldplay of TV shows. Uh, dude, Ted Lasso is amazing. Can I feel bad but, for you? My wife's got great taste in music. What's your point? Oh yeah, no, sorry, I I don't know. I don't know what to do with it. I don't know if there's like a camp, a summer camp I can send her to, or. Maybe she just needs to talk to somebody. Like, I don't know. Reprogram but... therapy, like in a Clockwork Orange. <laughs> just like, oh god, dude. <laughs> I have that book. Ch- Chester conversion therapy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she loves Cornell. I'll give her that. That's a good one. Like she loves Chris Cornell. I don't know how you can't. Yeah, that would be really. I mean, it's weird to me that someone doesn't like Chester. So I mean, yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And and speaking of Chester, Moosh, I wish you hadn't. Well, I'm glad you did. But I mean, if you hadn't put the live piano performance of Crawling that you played on the Lincoln Park episode, that would mm. that should have been on here. Yep. But we already did it fairly recently. <laughs> so who? Moosh, right? Yep. Yes. Yep. Am I up next already? You are. You, yep. Yep. Yes. Hot yes, dog. You are. <laughs> I don't get a sued. Um, (laughs) So, Mike, I've I've tried to show you Tom Waits before. You've showed me Tom Waits several times. Yeah, and every time you're like, nope. No, I like Tom Waits. What are you talking? You're Uh, no. What? Yes, I like Tom Waits. I don't listen to him like crazy or anything, but I enjoy Tom Waits. I think you're thinking really? about Coldplay. <laughs> you're th- you, no, <laughs> no, 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 Moose, you, like, you're Heart thinking Attack and Vine, and you're like, nah, that ain't no, my no, thing. no, no. You're thinking of every other band you've ever showed me, <laughs> oh, but not, but not Tom Waits. I actually do enjoy Tom Waits. Okay, well, good, because I was like, <laughs> my only memory is me showing you Heart Attack and Vine. And you're like, no, nope, no, like no. It. What I remember I'm telling Squidward, what I don't like it. <laughs> 
now that's nasally. He should sing crawling. Yeah. Uh, I what I do recall from that conversation is I told you it's something I need to listen to without you. Oh, and I did. Good. Oh, good. Yes. Well, the album Nighthawks at the Diner is one of my favorite albums, and like I feel like we could probably do a whole revisited for Deserted Island because. I'm discovering some new albums that I just could not live without. Same. Um, This Nighthawks at the Diner is definitely an album that I regret not putting on that series. I'm yet to hear something from Tom Waits that I haven't like thoroughly loved. So you like jazz? I mean, yeah. yeah, (laughs) This is this is like a, a, a hazy smoke filled diner room where there's just like there's people smoking cigars everybody has a cocktail you know the, the typical the, the tom bar- waits vibe it's a very tom waits vibe but it's very like when you think of like a noir like everything's in black and white yeah. i don't know why or maybe maybe dimly lit with blue yeah oh yeah. yeah and you got like an upright bass player you've got the you know a guitar player kind of there's playing. more fedora wearing than not yep yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, uh, this is Tom Waits, and the song I'm choosing off of Nighthawks at the Diner, the whole album, honestly, give it a listen. This is Eggs and Sausage. Mmm. Now I remember who Tom Waits is. Yeah, I fucking hate that shit. Ha. <laughs> no, this is that, straight that was out of awesome. fucking, like, um... Like who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. Like Eddie Valiant with the the, the <laughs> fedora stogie. hat. Yeah, <laughs> my stogie. I don't mean to be a. Yeah, a check f- the probate. Why my uncle Thumper had a problem with his pro- probate, <laughs> and he had to take these big pills and drink lots of water. Hi, Not- me, Eddie. <laughs> I don't know why, but I also want to hear Randy Newman cover this song. See, I was thinking of somebody oh, else. God, Ray, oh, God. Oh, Randy Newman's not on the list. I know. Oh, fuck. He's I not. was just Those thinking about people. it. Got <laughs> no reason. Uh, I was thinking of somebody else. Uh, I think Adam Sandler uh, <laughs> sings in a higher octave, but with Tom Waits' influence. Like when he's like, oh, hold, hold on. I got to get into it. Okay. When he's like, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I have some eggs and sausages and a side of toast. Like that's it, with, it, his, with his hands in the air. Fucking. Then why did you lie to me down by the river? Like <laughs> egg sausage and a side of toast. Uh, and I joined the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just looking for some time to kill. Like it, it, it's it's kind of water boy is like yeah. My my set. Like it's it's kind of that. Um, but I, I'm sitting here listening that. and I'm kind of smirking because I'm like, if Adam Sandler sang this exactly the way Tom Waits did, but in that, like, it's this, <laughs> it's the same fucking thing. But Randy Newman. That's why I was, ran- I started chuckling a little bit when he was talking about the Jillian stuff. And then I also thought about Fraser, Fraser, Fraser for some fucking reason too. Fraser? <laughs> Crane? No, yeah. the, the theme song from Fraser. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. da, 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 and scrambling. Yeah, yeah there's a the speak, speak, okay. So theme song speaking from of Frasier, I I almost picked the uh, theme song to Cheers as my piano ah. 
for one of my picks. I was like, yeah. dude, the theme song from Cheers gotta be on piano. Slamming fucking That'd be a great uh, theme, show tune. theme songs. Oh, I if we ever do Cheers theme so songs. Much. Oh, it's coming up. Yeah. We're doing it. We, we got to do it. I mean, we're doing a, a video game one specifically, but yeah, we could and do like theme songs for like TV movies. Hope you guys like Animaniacs. Oh, fuck. oh, dude, it's a that's a brilliant. <laughs> uh, and and the um they did uh, in the in the reboot that's on Hulu, which is fucking hilarious. My buns, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but the um the the United States song that that uh, Jacko sang in the nineties, they redid it in, a, in yeah. for like uh, a new version. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Dude, Animaniacs are dude. under fucking rated. Oh yeah. Okay. Going off of that, Brad, I know I one another artist that I wanted to pick for this episode is Joe Hisaishi, who has done all of the film scores for the Studio Ghibli films. Ooh, yes. I know. He's such a great piano player. And I was like, ah, I want to save him for when we do soundtracks again or anime or any Ooh, of that. Anime intros would be fun. Do like <laughs> Kiki's Delivery Service. I mean, he's known for um, uh, Merry-Go-Round for, of Life, which is from Howl's Moving Castle. Oh, I, I mean... More- if we're going to talk more about that, we're going to talk about a guy, and I just had to look him up, uh, Carl W. Stalling. Speaking oh, of Stalling. cartoons, that's the guy that scored all the Looney Tunes cartoons. Oh. And the music is... No, no, but like, but like the, the score that goes under all of that oh, is okay. like never talked about or noticed, and it's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. God, God damn. damn. But fucking dude, Tom Waits, I I love it. Oh yeah, I, no, I, I liked like, it. I I almost like I almost felt offensive because I was like, man, I just really want to hear freaking Randy Newman sing this, and I don't know why. <laughs> I'm surprised Randy Newman didn't make the list. Like he's got I, he's got some good songs, but it's almost he almost belongs in that category of they did what? Because <laughs> yeah. his song "Short People" yeah, terrible, didn't the, age well. Oh the no, man, he's got the, worse the, ones. I mean, he's a short person. Is I he? Mean, yeah. He's not a little person, but he is very short. Uh. But when he's like in the nasty little feet, they drive around little cars yeah. that go beep beep beep, like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, his appearance on Family Guy was still one oh, of my best memories. <laughs> what what was it like? I found an apple, like or yeah. some, there's something about an apple, and he's talking to Lois or some shit. Yeah, a friend yeah, of mine that I used to go to carry. Oh yeah, there's Randy Newman singing everything that happens. <laughs> you know what I found the other day on fucking TikTok is he? Uh, they have a plan to get off a deserted island or some shit. I, it's something oh, they have to get funny. into somewhere, and Peter walks up to like Joe Quagmire and Cleveland. And he's like. Hey guys, uh, so I got a plan and I hired Michael McDonald to uh, explain it to us. He's like, so what we're going to do? And he just starts like explaining (laughs) everything Peter says. And I'm like, where is this episode? Why have I never seen this? They had a husky. (laughs) They had a husky. Not not fucking Mike. Didn't show up in your Google alerts, which is crazy. I know. I have a Google (laughs) alert set for Michael. I don't have one for Michael Bolton. And I haven't seen a cutaway scene in Family Guy for Michael Bolton. Like, I haven't seen that yet. But in due time. In due time. It'll 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 happen. It has to happen. It has to <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Brad, you got one more. Uh so 
this one's not going to be as easy to set up, but he he gave you an idea of what was going on when you're listening to this song. So I'm going to do the same thing. Okay. So imagine you're in Harlem waiting to buy $26 worth of heroin. Sure. <laughs> That's what this imagine. song is. That was last there. week. It, a, yeah. a real nice brownstone. Uh, this This song is hugely influential to one of my favorite artists of all time, David Bowie. But this album, you'll, you know it when you see it. It's uh, the Velvet Underground uh, with Nico. Um, the waiting, I'm waiting for the man. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a hell of a day. Yeah. That, that had about as much piano in it as Andy Warhol had a uh, weird art. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was piano <laughs> all the way through it. I, I'm sure if you took the piano out, the sound would be totally different. What I was over here cringing about was that damn drum beat. Oh. That's the shit that'll give you carpal tunnel right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you know that Andy cover, Warhol? I bring up Andy Warhol because it's the cover of the album, right? Yeah, Andy was actually involved in the making of this album, which is how the yeah. album got to um, David Bowie. Hmm. Because it wasn't selling here, I guess. Um, and one of David Bowie's friends was working with da- uh, Andy Warhol. Warhol gave the album to him and said. Pretty much, maybe it's not selling here. Maybe they'll like it over there. Brought it back to England. And I mean, I wouldn't say he still has it because unfortunately David Bowie's passed. But in recent interviews before he passed, it was he still had the master pressing. Wow. 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 Yeah. I mean, I don't know much about the Velvet Underground, but I do love Andy Warhol and his influence on the art world. Uh, yeah, crazy yeah. stories too. <laughs> they they had him, they or they referenced Andy Warhol in um oh a movie Austin Powers three. Gold <laughs> member. I, don't I forget which one's the first. I get the second and third one mixed up all the time. The first one had Elizabeth Hurley. The second one had. Oh, this is uh, how he remembers. Yeah, uh, Heather, Graham? Heather, Heather Graham, Heather Graham, and then the, <laughs> the third, third one had Beyonce. 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 Yeah. yeah, I think well, it was it, more it, the Heather. No, the the supporting actor actress changed. That's why it's easy to remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gold member. I'm uh, pretty, it yeah. was gold member. Yeah, isn't that weird? Speak freaky Dutch. I have not seen that movie in a while. And like there, there's movies that like pass my stupidity meter that I just can't do. Like a lot of Ben Stiller. I was going to say Ben Stiller. I I don't like Ben Stiller movies because I just, it's so uncomfortably, uh, uh, awkward. Like Mm -hmm. meet the Fockers is so uncomfortable because of the awkward situations that he puts himself in. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm on, I'm sweating and I don't need to be sweating while I watch a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just don't like that uncomfortable conversation. It's too much. (laughs) But night at the museum is brilliant. I love night at the museum. It's a fun filled movie. Along came Polly. It's pretty fun. I remember along came Polly. Oh yeah. That has uh, what's his name? Uh, 
he passed away. Uh, 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 C- Philip Seymour Hoffman. Hoffman. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Hoffman. That's right. But like Zoolander can't fucking do it. Oh, so my good. wife I like Zoolander. Made me watch Elf. My wife made me watch Elf for the first time uh, last holiday that. season. Well, that's Will Ferrell. Hated it. Absolutely. Well, stupid meter though. Oh. I love the Will funniest Ferrell. thing. The funniest thing I've ever seen Will Ferrell in is the other guys. Uh, I absolutely so good. love that movie. So like, how are you going to get The Rock and Samuel L. Jackson, a legend and the busiest actor at the time, at least in Hollywood, was The Rock, and they're in that movie for ten goddamn minutes. <laughs> aim for the aim for the I'm bushes. Upset that you don't like Elf. I watched that. Yeah, movie that's every crazy. Year talk to Christmas. me. Yeah, that is no, a that sorry. is a Grincher. Like the two movies uh, I watch. The, yeah, don't get me started on the Grinch. Oh. I love the Grinch. Okay. Absolutely okay. love the Grinch. I actually made my cousin watch that movie. Cool in, there. In, I was about to fight you. June. <laughs> just because that movie is so fucking hilarious. Hate, hate, hate. Hate, hate, hate. Love entirely. <laughs> oh, man. There's I so watch many... it outside of Christmas. That's how much I love yeah. that movie. <laughs> no, I, wa- I watched it last June, like three <laughs> months ago. Um, wow. Yeah. You know, fun fact. When he goes and uh, uh, when he's pissed off because he's trying to find out what to wear and he yanks the tablecloth off the table and all the dishes stay there, that wasn't supposed to happen. That was by complete accident. And he just like walks back over and throws the table on the floor. That was all improv. Nice. I going back to Will Ferrell, though. You don't like Talladega Nights because that is one of my all-time favorite Okay, movies. so uh, that was a movie I avoided because I thought it was going to be too dumb, but uh, my wife made me watch it. <laughs> and a girl. It, it was better than I thought it would be. Like, in the words of... She's always saying, in the words of Colonel Sanders, I'm too drunk to taste this chicken. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't chew big red That's gum, That's the one I always you. say. Fuck you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Anchorman, fucking no, Anchorman. No, so hated you Anchorman. You can't do Anchorman. Oh my I god, watched dude, that the recently. outtakes on Anchorman alone are baffling. So uh, funny. You're missing out. And if anybody says Anchorman Two was funny, you're fucking lying. The outtakes were hilarious. The outtakes uh, is where it's the, at. I, ch- I chuckled. Scene, so good. I chuckled one time during Anchorman One, and it was at something Paul Rudd said. Oh, Paul Rudd's a national <laughs> it treasure. Work, it works sixty percent of the time. Sixty percent of the time, it works every time. <laughs> I, I don't. It's oh. I, I, I have like Chris Farley movies. Can't do it. Beverly Hills Ninja. That's too the fat guy in a ninja suit. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, I just no fat guy doing Chippendales with Patrick you Swayze. Like a, that was you funny. like a fat man in a tiny suit. Damn. Mm-mm. Tommy uh, Boy? No. Oh. Black, Black Sheep, Sheep, the sister film? Nope. Oh, wow, dude. Oh, Sorry. And I've, se- and I've seen these movies. Oh. It's like What do you consider classics. a funny movie? Huh? What do you consider a funny movie? Like, what is your... your yeah, what's comedy the creme to you? What, de la creme. what even is If you comedy? were to show... You're like, you think that's funny, Brad? Watch this. Oh. Uh, Finding Nemo? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I love Finding Nemo. Uh, one of the funniest... Okay, so uh, Quantity Over... Shawshank Redemption is the funniest movie of all time. <laughs> that movie is not funny, and you watch your fucking mouth. There's nothing funny about what happens in that movie. Um, okay, so Quantity Over Quality, like laughs per minute, mm. liar, liar. 
Who the fuck that's counts laughs movie. per minute? No, I'm saying like that's not the funniest movie I've ever seen, but that movie made me laugh more often than any other movie I'd seen. It is funny. Okay. Um, Liar God, Liar's good movie. Funny. Funniest movie? I've honestly never thought about it because I do like a bunch of different comedy, but uh, the comedy of a lot of Adam Sandler, like the Billy Madison Adam Sandler, and the comedy mm-hmm. of most of Chris Farley's movies is let me get really angry over something that's not justifying my anger. Anger like the, all right, or like Big Daddy. I didn't think Big Daddy was a good movie. That's crazy. Or Chris Farley in every one of his movies, like, does the exact same thing. He just yells. Like, I've called Chris Farley the most overrated fucking comedian, comic actor of the 90s. Mm. And I'll say it again. Mm. He's the most overrated comic actor of the 90s. I'm, I'm sorry. You wouldn't say David Spade? <sighs> okay, so when it comes... Joe when it comes, Dirt? For, oh, my God. Oh, fuck, Joe, fuck Joe Dirt. That was such a dumb oh, movie. God. If you want... Okay, so if we're going to go with comedy that most people I know hate and think is stupid and pass their stupidity meter that I fucking love, Dumb and Dumber. Oh, Dumb and Dumber is... Dumb and Dumber is a classic. Yeah, but it's it, to me, it's no, there's nothing stupid about Dumb and Dumber. No. D- no, now, it's not stupid. It's dumb. It's in the name. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It, it's not dumb comedy. It's it's pretty fucking intelligent comedy. Nice uh-huh. pair of hooters you got there. Like, there's <laughs> <laughs> there is some funny shit. Like, the, and Jeff Daniels is an underrated fucking actor. Oh, like, absolutely. When when they're, when they're sitting in the hot tub in the fucking uh, in their like big hotel room, and he's like, "Oh yeah, hard hit me. A, sent me a John Deere later." She was talking about how I had never paid attention or something. I wasn't really listening yeah. at the time. <laughs> His delivery what, what about, of that. Oh, yeah. man. What yeah. about Mel Brooks films? Oh. Men in Tights. Fucking great. Okay. Jack of the Dead and Loving It. It's a little stupid. Um, Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein was funny. As a fire Blazing brat. Saddles. Young Frankenstein. Oh, Blazing Saddles is a fucking Blazing classic. Blazing Saddles. Okay. 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 Yeah. And Richard Pryor helped write that. Yeah, yeah, which helps. Um, yeah, he did, but, which gave it a lot that, of credibility. That that fucking scene. I, oh fuck, I forget his name. Uh, the actor that played the black sheriff. When the lights go out, and all of a sudden he's like, "That's my elbow, you sucking on." <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, yeah, we've derailed I, pretty far. I I I can't I can't honestly imagine a movie with Chris Farley that has come out that I actually liked. It just hasn't happened. He's got his SNL day, his SNL stuff that I think is hilarious. Like Nick Foley, the fucking um, yeah, SNL, of course, uh, down by the river. Like that, that is one of the greatest skits uh, from SNL of, of all time. But, um, you know, I hope he's somewhere happy, but I tend to imagine there's no heaven. Mm. It's easy if you try. I see what you're doing. Now there, there there's John Lennon, John Lennon's imagine. And I love that song. Mm. But there are I have two that album f- on vinyl as well. I know it's gonna get old, and if it hasn't already, it's gonna. Um, <laughs> we know you have a heap. I have got. I've got the heap. You got it. You got the heap. Now there are two covers of this song that I actually like more than the original. One of them is off a songbook, and that's Chris Cornell singing the song acoustic. But the yep. other one, since we're talking about piano, this is off the Emotive album. We had uh, Tool on here for the drums episode uh, uh, featuring Danny Carey. 
But oh, since yeah. we're on piano, we're going to jump from Tool over to Maynard's other band, A Perfect Circle, for their cover of Imagine, because the piano is it's creepy. It sets a different tone for the song. It's fucking amazing. Here we go. I love that fucking version. Ah, you so know, good. so do I. So do I. 100%. I, I've brought up that song and that album before ages ago on another episode. I don't remember what it was. But like, there, it reminds me of, like, it has an essence of like cashmere of Led Zeppelin. Oh, oh with the strings? Yeah. 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 The string, like, the, the, and the straightforward drums. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Which I what? love. What I love what that piano does is it it sounds like like the bass it's playing like whole and half notes during the verses and it's just adding this like unsettling vibration to the to the track um and then when it comes up where you can actually where you can hear it in the beginning the chorus and then at the end it just it fucking it, it makes that song it wouldn't have sounded the same if they would have used like a guitar to do that um yeah yeah Fucking, that's, that's a good. That's a good cover. Oh yeah. yeah, it's a fucking great cover. Love it. Yeah, yeah. Imagine. I'd say you know what we've we've gone through quite a lot of artists today. Oh yeah, a lot of different genres of piano, piano in every song. Um, it's been it's been fun to. I don't want to say go through the history because we missed a lot of history. Oh piano. yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, well, I mean. A, Pianos have been around since the fucking 1600s, so yeah. But we we, we can't hit it all. And and not to lie, I I wanted to put some classical music on here, but I didn't want to bore the shit out of our audience. At any given time, anywhere in the United States, you can go on to any of the the like NPR stations out there and listen to classical, like the classical station. Mm-hmm. And they just play classical music. Um, and like I said before, piano was derived from the harpsichord. It became the piano. And over the course of hundreds of years, it became what it is today. Did you know, another little fun fact before we close out, uh, it takes over nine months to make a single piano. Really? Nine months. That's a long time to carry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. One what piano. Do they, what do they call it if like it's not going right and you're not going to follow through with said piano? Uh blasphemy. What? <laughs> <laughs> they don't call it, they don't call it a, dim, a, a diminish. <laughs> How do you make an abortion joke fit musically? Ah. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Um, you know it's a there's a fun uh, little documentary. It's like an hour long or so on YouTube. You can find called Note by Note, and what it is is it shows you the creation of a single uh, grand piano and how it's built uh, from the Steinway factory in New York, and wow. it's amazing. Just Google note by note, and it just shows you the course of how they source the wood, how the guys are, or the not the guys, but the people, the workers, um, 
build and assemble and hand build a Steinway grand piano. And it's magnificent. I've watched it two or three times. And every time I take something away and it's just, it's so fascinating when you think of like, Oh, wired piano is so expensive. If you go to any piano store or you Google pianos or anything like that, and you're looking to shop for, to buy a piano, they're expensive. Pianos are expensive as shit. Um, but when you see a video like that, that shows you all the effort and intricacies yeah. and little things that are involved in manufacturing, whether it be on an assembly line or hand built, there's so many things that go into building a piano and it's, it almost feels like in today's day and age that we just take it for granted. Like you can just have a MIDI keyboard and play yep. a piano sound and nobody gives a fuck. Like it's just, it's so, it, it's like falling out of the, the norm of musical instruments. It's, it's it's all out of convenience. Um, yeah. Now I haven't watched this documentary nor built a piano, but uh, shout out to our YouTube channel. Uh, the piano in 3D that is behind you, Moosh, uh, yeah. in those videos, like I had to build that thing in 3D. Yeah. And that gave me an appreciation for pianos by you know moving around assets and like and that's getting just the strings mostly, to line up and yeah, all the yeah, other shit did, that I you didn't did know. all the outside work like the strings and the cabinet and the the architecture of how the ca- the the piano is designed yeah but there are i mean the soundboard has to be a specific type of soundboard it has to be usually it's alaskan spruce and then like the the harp of the piano that was a harp on the p uh the harp on the piano which is cast iron which means that it's fucking heavy as shit you take yeah. your cast iron pan off your stove and multiply that by i don't know a thousand or wait a hundred two hundred tons i think is what it is it's like 200 tons of weight it's a massive amount of weight no is that is that not right a ton is two thousand pounds dude yeah maybe it is a, it's definitely a ton it's lit it's it's one piano is a massive amount of weight. It's like I would probably one say to two thousand pounds. I'd probably uh, sh- okay, depending Wait, pa- on the depending on the size of the piano. Well, I saw when I was at Portland Piano Company with you, you had a fucking nine footer, mm-hmm. and it was funny. I was I can't remember who it was. I was telling <laughs> I was telling somebody uh, I gaslight for fun. Um, I was telling somebody uh, that I was like, yeah, and I saw this moose show me this one piano that was fucking nine feet. And they're like, how do you play the entire thing? And I'm like, well, have you not seen a pianist like play barefoot? That's for their toes. Like they have to extend their leg. That's funny. And well, like, cartoon dude, I, it. Pop it out of yeah. the bottom of their boot. <laughs> Just a little yeah, toes of, and tingle. Speaking of Roger Rabbit, fucking the 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 <laughs> the piano, the dueling pianos between Daffy and uh, and Donald Duck. <laughs> but yeah, I had I had them going for a minute. They thought I meant with wise, and I'm like, I don't right. <laughs> Some people what? just walk I'm right sorry. into so, it. So uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, of course I, they I was, do. It's nine feet bike. long. It's it's several tons of tension. But the piano weighs anywhere between six to nine hundred pounds. I was gonna to say because but like it's under it's under several tons of tension. Like those strings have sure. to have so much tension, and to to maintain the notes and the frequencies. And so that cast iron plate has to hold that tension. It's several tons of tension. Yeah, 
Because so I was going to say that's where I got this. this, this. Two hundred, two hundred tons. I think is twenty million. Two hundred yeah, times sounds about right. Yeah. Times two thousand. Um, Explains why they hurt so bad when they fall on people. Yeah. <laughs> now the now the anvil doesn't look so bad, does it? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We we need to we need to do something for TV and movies so we can like shout out. Uh, looney tunes and and uh some of the other just like great music that i mean i've watched looney tunes my entire life but it wasn't until a few years ago that i started paying attention to the music score right. that goes underneath that and how brilliant that shit is and well timed and all of that so we will have to do some in the future to to highlight some of that stuff but this has been pianos and yes. uh make sure you guys tune in next next week next week is our kendrick lamar uh, deep dive with uh, Brown Bear, and that one's going to be a blast. I have a feeling it's not going to be funny. It's probably going to be insightful because we are discussing uh, a serious artist, an artist that that uh, I think has been around for you know thirty years, but he's only been around for like ten, twelve, not even that long. Uh, so that's an exciting episode that'll be dropping a week from today uh, when this episode drops. And as always, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at the Cut Music One. And for everything else, thecutmusic.com. We have been Mike and the Moosh and Brad. <laughs> you don't even have to announce yourself anymore. Yeah. We'll just do it. We yeah. should record an audio track that I can just throw in there. That would be nice. Ooh, we should do that. We should just AI Brad. Oh, yeah. AI Brad. Mm -hmm. Take his job, too. And he can go on strike all he wants. There's no, he's not, we're not unionized. (laughs) Not yet. Nor are we getting paid. (laughs) Nor are we getting paid. So it really doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, hit us up. Uh, This has been fun. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.